Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Not exactly a stellar year for college football in the state of Florida. Seems pretty cut and dry who the best coach in Florida at the FBS level has been. But man, is it a debate to talk about who the worst coach has been. Oh, look who's back. Christina Costanza hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Man, has this been not exactly a banner year. For college football here in Florida, we're getting near and near to the finish line. And yesterday, we saw a spectacle that leads me to believe we now have a clear front runner for a worst college football coach in the state. At least the job they've done this year, and he uh, he doesn't reside in Coral Gables. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. And on your smart speaker, Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off the Intracoastal, Phillips Point Towers. Uh, that Intracoastal, by the way, is uh, hot and disgusting, again, and also rainy. Uh, Christina Costanza, who yesterday felt ill. She was sick. She has the sniffles, decided she wasn't well enough to be at work. Oh, she's brave today, and she's back in here running things until 1 o'clock. I thought it was best, and you can kind of hear it right now, that I should stay home. Yeah, you are congested. Yeah, I thought it was best that I stay home yesterday and not get anyone, you know, possibly some germs from me. <laughs> um, but today I had to come to work today because tomorrow, you know, I leave for the remainder of the week. And I had to, you know, speak yeah. before I leave. Okay, good, good. Yep. So you had to speak before I you had leave. To, I had it. to let everyone know, you know, <laughs> where I'll be the next few days good. and what's going on. Palm Beach County Treasure Coast, we are waiting on bated breath to hear you speak about what you're <laughs> doing. We will get to that, actually, in a couple of moments. And I don't want to derail what's going to be discussed at length on Home Team, but I do have some pertinent questions for you based off of information that I learned yesterday. But let's oh. start today with college football. Uh, I'm going to go through the records of the college football teams, Division One level, the FBS teams in the state of Florida here in 2021. Florida Gators, they are four and four. Miami Hurricanes, four and four. Florida State, three and five. UCF, five and three. FAU, five and three. USF, two and six. FIU, one and seven. Those are the seven FBS teams. Uh, you hear those records, and yeah, Tina, we're not talking national championships this year in the state of Florida. No, that wasn't too good. No, it's That's not. not too hot. It, it is not good. Uh, I think that there is a pretty clear answer, and I'll open it up to all of you, but I think there's a pretty clear answer about who has been the best coach in the state of Florida this year. And Florida State fans, I'm sorry to tell you, it's Willie Tackard at FAU. And I know that he's your favorite punching bag. I know that you love to make cracks and make jokes about Willie Taggart and blame him for everything that uh, was uh, tossed on Tallahassee, even though he inherited an absolute disaster from Jimbo Fisher and got a year and a half to try and sort through the crap. But what Willie Taggart this year at Florida Atlantic is doing, 
going to get Nikosi Perry, having him transfer from Miami, turning Nikosi Perry into a potential All-American, inheriting a team that had gone through turnover, didn't meet his full football team until August of 2020 and had to play a rushed, expedited season last year, now has them in a position playing Marshall on Saturday night for what could end up being the game if FAU takes care of business that sends them to the Conference USA Championship game and being at the helm of a football program that is likely in two years' time going to the AAC to replace UCF. Willie Taggart has done the best job of any FBS coach in the state of Florida. But what about Gus Malzahn at UCF? Yeah, I know that there have been injuries, but what Willie Taggart has done at Florida Atlantic exceeds what UCF has done. Florida Atlantic is going to be playing for a championship, it looks like. UCF's not going to be in the championship discussion in the American. Willie Taggart's done the best job of any FBS coach, Division I college football coach in the state of Florida. But I ask you, maybe you think it is Gus Melzahn. Maybe you think Mike Norvell has turned things in, uh, around enough at Florida State, showing signs of life, a pulse. Who do you think has done the best job, Division I college football head coach in 2021 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm I think that question though is pretty common sense Willie Taggart is the best FBS coach in the state of Florida in 2021 Florida Atlantic could win a championship under him he has taken what he has and he is maximizing it the actual discussion comes in who has been the biggest disappointment of a head coach in 2021. And you look at Miami and Manny Diaz, we are talking about his job every single day. Every day. Is Manny fired? Is Manny fired? When is Manny going to be fired? When is Miami going to fire Manny Diaz? Who are the candidates going to be? How are we going to turn this around? Why can't we uh, see Miami ever be relevant again in the national championship picture? Well, there's a lot of layers to that, but it looks like Manny Diaz is at least going to stick around. Manny Diaz, what the Canes have done the last two weeks, it's actually impressive. And it does seem like Tyler Van Dyke, the freshman quarterback, is a thing. He's a dude. He outdueled Kenny Pickett, a Heisman candidate. You can say goodbye to that, by the way, Pitt fans. But Tyler Van Dyke's real. The Canes do have a sense of belief. And you may not like Manny Diaz, but he's pulled it together to get him to a point where they're 500 when it looked like this whole thing was going to collapse face first onto pavement. And the Canes are going to play in a bowl game. If it wasn't for... A freshman kicker hitting an upright at the end of the Virginia game. The Canes would control their own destiny in the ACC Coastal right now. It could very well be in Charlotte. But Manny Diaz, as bad of a coach as he may be, and especially what you think he is, he started to cinch it up a little bit. These guys haven't quit on him. And I think that says something. Like Manny Diaz is not dead yet, and the Canes aren't dead yet. They're not what you want them to be, but they're never going to be what you want them to be. They're never going to compete for national championships again. But they're competitive. It made you proud the last two weeks. And if you're miserable that the Canes won because you want to see Manny Diaz fired, now, that's a bad look on you. Speaking of bad looks, let's go to Gainesville, shall we? 
a team that actually looks like it's starting to quit on its coach, and that's the Florida Gators, and that's Dan Mullen. This thing is a disaster. Dan Mullen brought in a, a, a really, really household name in Gainesville, going to compete for national championships, part of the glory days under Urban Meyer. And this thing has turned ugly. And it started last year when he began to act crazy. He said weird things. He did weird things in the middle of the worst part of the pandemic after losing to Texas A&M. He basically threw out a veiled threat to the Florida administration that they better open all the seats for the swamp for the next week's game. He was trying to fight a Mizzou player at halftime last year. He, after the loss in their bowl game, said, oh, we didn't have to be here. Oh, thanks for entertaining us, Dan. This is a guy who hasn't been able to recruit because he got a show cause penalty slapped on him. He's just acting insane. And then it continued yesterday. Florida got blasted at Georgia, against Georgia, in Jacksonville. I mean, not competitive. And after the game, Kirby Smart, the Georgia head coach was talking about what it takes to be successful. Kirby Smart, who's recruited the hell out of Georgia. Kirby Smart, who arguably has the best defense in the history of college football. And he was asked, is it coaching or is it recruiting? And this is what Kirby Smart had to say about that. Guys, if you don't recruit, there's no coach out there that can out-coach recruiting. Okay, I, I don't care who you are. The best coach to ever play the game better be a good recruiter. Because no coaching is going to out-coach players. I mean, anybody will tell you our defense is good because we have good players. So spending time on the phone, you know, spending time with people at your house, spending time with people when they come to your campus. You know, I'm not with my family when I'm doing that. My family sacrifices so that I can go and spend time with other people's families so that we have good players. So, you know, that's 25% evaluation. That's 50% recruiting. And another 25% is going to be coaching. But if you don't recruit, guys, you got no chance. It's a pretty level-headed, common-sense explanation about how to succeed in college football, right, Tina? Yeah. It sounds pretty good to me. Let's put that up against yesterday when Dan Mullen was asked about recruiting, the importance of it, and where they stand right now in the middle of a tough season. Here's Dan Mullen, the fearless leader of the University of Florida. Uh, coach, the uh, topic of recruiting has come up a lot in the last couple of days from a few angles. Uh, is it a different approach needed for the, the level no. of consistency? Well, we're, we're in the season right now. We'll do recruiting after the season. And when it gets this recruiting time, we can talk about recruiting. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Next question. Hmm. Okay. Pretty insightful. Spoken like a man who hasn't been allowed to recruit because he committed NCAA violations. Because he's been nothing but weird and twitchy and insane for the last year and a half. Dan Mullen, something's off there. He's he's not acting normal. I don't know if he has a tapeworm or what. (laughs) But he is off. And you have Kirby Smart, Florida's direct rival. Yeah, you got to recruit. You got to make relationships. You got to be on it. This thing is 50% recruiting. And then only 25% of it is my ability to coach. Dan Mullen. Uh, well, we'll talk about recruiting after the season. By the way, they're down to number 22 in the ESPN recruiting rankings right now. 
for a guy that was brought in to bring in five stars. Dan Mullen has done, and it's not close. I dare you to try and explain to me why Manny Diaz has been a bigger disappointment as a head coach than Dan Mullen, who almost sort of feels like he's trying to get heaved out of Florida with that buyout. Dan Mullen has far and away been the most disappointing coach Division I college football in Florida this year. So for you, who has been the most disappointing? Who's done the worst job as a college football coach in Florida this year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Again, 888-760-3776. Which Division I coach has done the best job in Florida this year in what has been a really rough year for college football in Florida? And which coach has done the worst job? Because for me, the best is Willie Taggart at Florida Atlantic. The worst is Dan Mullen at Florida. Florida being 4-4 four and four with the contract that guy is making, with the athletes he has in there, he can't find a quarterback. They don't have a running game anymore. They don't have a defense at all. And now Dan Mullen doesn't want to talk about recruiting on a day where they fall out of the national top 20. Oh, and, and Tina, guess what Dan Mullen did after that exchange yesterday. So I don't want to talk about recruiting. Press conference ends. He sees that he's being criticized for that response. Guess what Dan Mullen did? What? He canceled all media availability for him, his coaches, and his players the rest of the week. Of course he did. The word that comes to mind (laughs) when someone like that acts like that is um, coward. Childish? Yes. Either one works. Dan Mullen not only is a disappointment as a coach this year, but he's sort of a flat-out coward. Who does that? Like That's the equivalent of me. If I'm doing this show, and I have a p- couple of people call and say, uh, I-, I don't like your voice, or I don't like the point you made, or you breathe weird, and I say, ah, you know what? Scrap the whole damn week. You can listen to Bart Hahn. I, that's the That would be cowardly of me. Dan Mullen is one of the highest paid people in the state of Florida. And think how many grifters we have in this state who just take advantage of other people to make money. Like That's an accomplishment. When you're on the up and up and you're making more money than anyone in this state of Florida, usually you're having to rip off an entire family and take all of their savings to get rich in the state of Florida. And there's, trust me when I tell you, people listening right now, there are some of you who are shady like that. You know who I'm talking about. (laughs) But Dan Mullen, Gators fans deserve accountability. They deserve an explanation about recruiting and where it's at and how they're doing right now because A, Dan Mullen's the head coach, and B, he put Florida at a recruiting disadvantage because he broke the rules and wasn't allowed to do any recruiting for the last year. Seems pretty cut and dry to me, right? Nah. Dan Mullen, it's not even close. Manny Diaz has at least helped that team rally. There's a belief in that locker room. 
win at home against NC State, go to Pitt, hang on and win there, and instill belief in a freshman quarterback. They're still playing for him. They're still fighting for him. There's a lot of Canes fans that wish that Miami would just quit so that the Canes could easily push Manny Diaz out the door. But that's not how it's played out. Miami's going to become bowl eligible. Miami might win out. In fact, the toughest game the rest of the way for Miami is probably Florida State. And I think that says a little bit about the job Mike Norvell has done. They are sort of half a dumpster fire right now. Like, the fire department's come, and they've started to put some foam on it. And it's, it's still burning, but it's better. Dan Mullen, I, I actually don't know what the identity of his team is, what he wants that program to be, and I don't know what direction it's going in. Because Dan Mullen is not producing results on the field, and then very much like his predecessor, who faked death threats in order to get himself out the door in Gainesville, uh, he's struggling to face criticism. Jim McElwain was a very sensitive soul. Dan Mullen starting to feel a little bit like Jim McElwain. Who has been the best Division I college football coach in the state of Florida this year? Who has been the worst Division I college football coach in the state of Florida this year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweet at ESPN West Palm. I mean, think about this. Wait, I'm going to get criticism after being absolutely blown out of the water by Georgia? And Georgia has out-recruited Florida since 2016. And how dare I get a question about recruiting? You know what? Not only am I done talking to you, I'm done talking to you evil reporters for the rest of the week. Oh, coaches? Nope, no access. Players? Ah, not getting access to them. Dan Mullen. I mean, that's like thumb-sucking childish stuff. You're right, Tina. Yeah. It's childish. Seriously. He's just upset. Like, if I if I came up to you and I said, hey, Tina, I don't think you, you ran the show particularly well. I just, I, I think it needs to be better. You wouldn't sit there and go, ah, just like break down in tears no. and run away. No. Never. This is a grown-ass man who makes a ton of money. I mean, a bleep load of money. And that's how he's going to behave? Dan Mullen is Jim McElwain, except Dan Mullen has like weird, crazy things he does. <laughs> He's impulsive and bizarre. Where Jim McElwain was just soft. I, I don't know the direction Florida goes in now. I, I have no clue. And you have to make a decision on your quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson did not look good against Georgia, but he's the far superior physical specimen but if you can't find a way for him to succeed, you know what he's going to do? He's going to transfer. And guess who's already in his on his Twitter hitting likes on Anthony Richardson tweets? Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Of course Lane yeah. is. I mean, right now Florida is sixth in the SEC in recruiting. Sixth. At Florida. That's bad. And you're 4-4, four and four, and your coach doesn't want to talk about recruiting until the end of the season? Uh, Dan... Dan, recruiting time is not at the end of the season. Like this is recruiting time right now. Though for the last year it hasn't been recruiting time for you because you um you broke the rules and got yourself in trouble. That's on you, man. You got to answer to that. Who's done the best job in college football in Florida this year and what's been a down year? 
For me, it's Willie Taggart. Who's done the worst job this year in Division I college football in Florida? For me, it's Dan Mullen. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Tina, where are we going? Sean in West Palm. Sean's in West Palm. Sean, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Good, man. Okay, so the reason why I make the case for Manny Diaz being the biggest disappointment is because, remember, he sacrificed, I think, about $9 million to get him to come back to mm-hmm. Miami. I'm not sure what uh, Dan Mullen's uh, salary is, but both of them are equally disappointing. I would say me, because I'm a Canes fan, yeah. I would say that Manny Diaz is a bigger disappointment because of the money we spent on him, and we can't just throw away $9 million, so we're stuck with him you know, for the duration, you know, whenever they get tired of it. But I think he's the biggest disappointment because he's had three years to kind of, like, turn that program around. And, yes, they're making strides toward better. But for what he has worked with and the time he has had to work with, he's been the biggest disappointment. Sean, let me ask you, and let me ask you, and you can't say national championship. What is your, what's your goal for the Hurricanes every year? Like, what makes you a happy fan? If they, if they were to accomplish what, that would satisfy you? Two things. Beat Florida State every year and at least win your division. Okay, that's reasonable. At least be the top of the, you know, you know. Sean, that is remarkably reasonable. That is remarkably reasonable. And I think that, and I've talked about it, I think that's what the Canes need to strive for every year. And maybe once every seven or eight years, you win some games, you get a good schedule, and you're able to be in the national championship conversation. That's reasonable. That's good. And Manny Diaz has not been able to provide that. Thanks for the call, Sean. So in that vein, absolutely. Manny Manny Diaz has been a complete body of work disappointment in Miami. This year has been a disappointment. But you clearly had a banged-up De'Eric King. You weren't going to win at Alabama. Michigan State is still undefeated. That ends up being a loss at home that was disappointing, but Michigan State's now in the national championship conversation. Your guys could have quit, and they didn't. Manny Diaz has saved his job. He's not getting fired, and those guys are still playing for him. At Florida, I don't think you can say the same thing. By the way, Dan Mullen has an annual salary of $7.6 million a year. Oh my gosh. Third uh, highest paid coach in the SEC. Okay? So, making too much money to be canceling media because he got his feelings hurt with a question about recruiting. And that's childish, cowardly stuff.